Hunger Games Fan Podcast, episode number 10. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Welcome back to another episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are here to cover three, yes, count them, one, two, and three episodes. Three episodes? Th- or or three. three chapters? Three chapters. Well, why is that? Because I, I thought we were on the two-chapter rule. I know, I know, I know, but I couldn't hold myself you, back. You couldn't what? <laughs> I wanted to get ahead of you. Whatever. <laughs> All right, so we are covering chapters 19, 20, and 21 in this episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. And wow, hello, awesome stuff. Before we do, we've got some things that I want to bring up and just share with you. I am officially hooked. <laughs> no, I know you, it's like, hello, we're doing a fan podcast. You're reading this. But no, I am officially hooked. You want to know how I know? How? Two things. Okay. Two things. Number one, I very rarely subscribe to very much in the RSS feed, you know, okay. category. Right. I usually stick to about maybe two or three sources related to technology, and I follow a very few number of friends' blogs just to make sure I know what's going on in their world. Mm-hmm. And well, actually, that's pretty much it. That <laughs> when it comes to reading blogs, that's pretty much all I do. I am subscribed to about nine different Hunger Games blogs to make sure that I don't really? lose any miss any information, nice. any news related to Hunger Games. Um, I I'm not reading all of them yet, by the way. Okay, because wanna- I have I have mm-hmm. not yet read all three of the books, and I and I actually have already been spoiled on because I was looking at news related to the movie, and I found some actors who are on Twitter, who have been cast for the show. Right. And so I was reading their Twitter profile and reading some of the conversations back and forth. And I will tell you that I know what's going to happen to Foxface. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. And so I'm a little bit upset about the fact that I know about that. Okay. And the reason I know is because of the conversation that the actress who's playing Foxface is having back and forth with fans. Okay. And so, ugh, seriously? But anyway, um, <laughs> what? Nothing. So I'm subscribed to what? <laughs> Nothing. What's so funny? Nothing. Did you forget to tell me what you're supposed to tell me before? Um, I did, but that's a whole nother. This is a whole new something funny. <laughs> that's a whole new something funny. But... Okay. Yeah. So this anyway. is a Stephanie something funny. It's not coming out. All right. It's a filter. <laughs> it's a filter. Great. <laughs> anyway, so here's the situation. Not only have I subscribed to RSS feeds. Uh, and, and oh, okay, so three things. And I'm like, I started a new Twitter account. By the way, mm-hmm. Hunger Games Pod on Twitter. So twitter.com slash Hunger Games Pod. And, uh, you know, I, I have, and by the way, you can follow me on twitter.com slash GSPN. You can follow Stephanie at twitter.com slash full time mom. Full time mom and GSPN are our real Twitter accounts. But I created one for Hunger Games uh, podcast at Hunger Games Pod. 
And the reason I did that is because I don't want to bore the, you know, all the people who follow me related to just about everything else I do with a ton of Hunger Games stuff. Right. I'll put some on. I'll I'll I'll, I'll spread a little bit of the Hunger Games love into my main Twitter account. <laughs> but I wanted a place where I can take all the very awesome stuff that I'm finding mm-hmm. about uh, the Hunger Games and putting it in that Twitter feed. So I created a Hunger Games pod. Uh, on Twitter, and I'm following a bunch of people related to the movie. And now, you said that after we finish the book, uh-huh. you, you want to do an episode talking about the movie. I, yeah, I want right? to. Right? Well, yeah. Okay. I, but I, I actually want to, once we're finished with the books, I really want to keep this show going for a while, talking about the different stuff. I mean, the the the, the Hunger Games universe is is vast. It's, right, it is. I mean, the information that's out there, There's there's tons of fan sites there's other communities i really want to get to to really plug into this phenomenon right and the other reason why i know that i'm i'm now hooked is last night i had a dream about <laughs> hunger games and i can't even remember what it was but it wasn't like i was in the hunger games like i was in pan am or something like that but i had a dream that i was trying to sell everybody on reading the book and i had a dream that i was Are you being sure that was a dream yeah, i know and but the thing is is i also had a dream that i was being interviewed on tv on like not right. just by local, stanley tucci not stanley <laughs> tucci I, I was being interviewed on like cnn and fox news and and a bunch of other stations about the you know being involved in right. the hunger's hunger games community and and just uh you know helping to I don't know. It was just weird. It was a cool dream. Crazy. And I don't remember the details, but I I just woke up and I, I said to myself, you know what? You said, yeah. Um, I'm I'm officially hooked on this okay. now. This, or no, this it's officially my new passion. passion. Mm-hmm. This is one of my new passions. So there you go. Hey, couple things here. Uh, I wanted to tell you that um, uh, St- uh, Scott Presley, uh, no, Scott Priestley, easy for me to say, right? Scott Priestley put something in our um, Hunger Games group discussion. We have a group forum. Right. And he said this. He says, this book is so descriptive and the world that she has created is so immersed. I bet this series would make a great MMORPG, which is a massive multiplayer online role playing game. (laughs) I can see people creating characters who have different specialties like sword fighting, healing, archery, sneaking and setting snares, cooking, etc. You could start it off in a random district, but build your character and play your district until random reaping events thrust you into the arena. This could be bigger than World of Warcraft. And oh my gosh, that would be awesome. That would be fun. This, well, you know, for I, other people, I don't game. I don't game either. Uh, you know, I get it. I, I used to get into some um, roller coaster tycoon, you know, and, and building my own roller coaster. <laughs> the closest I came ever in my life to gaming two times. When I was a kid, I loved Tetris. Mm-hmm. Like when my brothers first got their first. Nintendo was it on? Anyway, I loved Tetris. Second, early in our marriage, like early, early. Oh yes, I, I read. This. I read the Laura Croft cheat codes so that he could beat Tomb Raider. Yes, the strategy <laughs> guides. That's it. That that's that's the only gaming I have. And that was fun too, wasn't it? It was. We had some fun together doing that. Um, but so you know, I I've played some Ages of Empires and Ages of Empires too. I never got into three. But those are the kind of games I've got into, you know, where you can build your 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 
towns and villages and sustain all that. And then you send out, you train all your people to fight and, and stuff like that. Well, um, anyway, World of Warcraft, stuff like that. I never really got into it. And there's one called um, Lord of the Rings Online. Mm-hmm. L-O-T-R, whatever. Anyway, Lord of the Rings Online. And this is something that Father Roderick's really into. I okay. mean, and and if I was into Lord of the Rings more, I, I bet you if I would have read the books and stuff like that, I probably would get into this a whole lot more than than what he does or, or than what I am now. But I'm not even interested in that. But if if they had that type of game for the Hunger Games, I, I would be in. Yeah. In a big way. OK. So anyway. All right. And the next one, and I'm pretty sure you saw this and you've probably read it by now, but uh, Twilight's Ashley Green uh, was asked about the Hunger Games in a Mm Q&A interview. Did you get a chance to look at that? I did read it and I agree with her. Yep. So uh, two questions here. Everyone is talking about the Hunger Games as the next big Twilight-like thing. Have you read them? All right. Well, duh. Have you checked? She's been working like nonstop. Yeah, y- y- you think they right? She's filming Breaking Dawn still, right? But they've or wrapped. They just, they wrap. Yeah, they've wrapped now. But they were filming for like six months. Plus, she's been on two other projects. I mean, she's. But these are older books, aren't they? These books have been around. I think Hunger Games came out in '09. Okay. Okay. Anyway, I've definitely. This is what she says. I've definitely heard about it. I'm really interested to be able to have the time to read these books because I have a lot of friends who are really big fans of the franchise. I'm excited to see how it comes out. I'm excited for whomever gets to be in it because it could hopefully potentially be their Twilight. Right, because Twilight was her launching pad. I yeah. Mean, like really, she'd she'd been in things and done things before, but oh yeah, that was. But now she's... Right, now you know, she's Ashley Green. Exactly. Or and Alice Cullen. She's Alice Cullen. Uh, my favorite Cullen, by the way. Right, mine too. All right, so, and then the other question she was asked, uh, and this is an interview where she was asked about a bunch of other stuff, but this one, she says, do you think it's fair that people are already calling this the next Twilight or Harry Potter? I so agree with her here. She says, I think it's unfair to the actors to put that much pressure on them. It's exciting, and hopefully it is. Um, let's see here. It's exciting, and hopefully it is. Uh, I think the only negative thing is that if it that that it has let's see that pressure on it and uh, okay so it's easy for me to read right <laughs> I think that the only negative thing is that it has that pressure on it and I'm sure people want it to be its own entity not compared to Twilight and Harry Potter but I think that just means that they are very they have very high expectations. So I totally agree with that as well. I, I do, but I think that it's unfair. Um I I am a Twilight fan. Yes, I am as well. And I um painfully, painfully sat through the second movie. New Moon? Yes. Yeah. It was horrible. Um what makes Twilight half of what makes Twilight what it is is its fan base. Yes. So in that aspect, Hunger Games is already well on the for, on the right track. We as fans are going to make it. We just pray that the people making the movie make something worthy of the fans, which yeah. I think is where New Moon went wrong. But um so so I think that I agree with her. I I don't think that it's right to put that pressure on them the actors who are going to be creating and bringing these characters to life. But on the, on the flip side of it, it is the fan base that made twilight what it is. Right. Because had those movies tried to stand alone without the books and without 
the phenomenon they'd already created, mm-hmm. they'd be terrible flops. Yeah. You yeah, know, they, and she'd I, still be looking for her launching pad. I agree. Now, the thing is, is that um, the, there's already going to be pressure, but I don't think the pressure is just going to be from Twilight and Harry Potter fans because I'm a I, I'm a Twilight fan. Not so much a Harry Potter fan. I like the movies. They're OK. I never read the books and I don't have any interest in the books at all. I mean, zero. Okay, I'm not saying they're not great, but I've just never had an interest in reading mm-hmm. them. I, I think the movies ruined me on that because, you know, it's like, well, I just watch the movies. Whereas I watch Yeah, but Twilight. when you get into the bigger books, the movies are leaving out a whole lot. Go well, ahead. That's, that's good. I'm glad. <laughs> you know, but the thing is, is that I'm, I, 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 it's just the fact that I just don't care. Um, and, and not any disrespect to Harry Potter fans. But as a Twilight fan coming over to the Hunger Games... I'm not going to give uh, the high. I do have, I I think I have some expectations and some pressure for a good movie, but it's not from me. It's not going to be me comparing it to Twilight. Oh no! It's going to be me comparing it to this totally amazing book, and that's why I didn't like New New Moon. That's why I wasn't crazy about Twilight, the movie Twilight. Mm-hmm. I mean, these they bo- left too much. These out. movies they- were not good enough for the store for for what was actually written in the books uh the book that came the closest i think was eclipse right and it's my favorite of all the twilight movies and i'm hoping that they and it's still they wow me exactly it's still quite imperfect but still i enjoy the movies for what they are and it and here's the thing the um new moon the way it's written the fact that they spent too much time in the beginning and not enough time, you know, where, you know, where all the action takes place and right. they don't talk about the, a specific car that I'm interested in seeing and, and all this other stuff, you know, not that I'm into cars, but just the fact of how they got how the car. The, right. I mean, th- there's some really big things, you know, there's, uh, you know, conversations on a certain, you know, device that flies in the air. I, I mean, I just trying to keep away from any kind of spoilers, but you know, the thing is, is there, there, there's scenes missing out of that movie and I was really upset by that. But with that being said, you know, the the actors who are playing those characters, I really care about them. I, I really like them. I think they bring the characters to life. Um, it, even though I do not like um, Taylor Lautner, I mean, I, I am as far from a Team Jacob fan as you could possibly be. <gasps> I like... I, I think his portrayal, his portrayal of, of Jacob right? is the that's he's Jacob. Well, you know what? Between the end of the first movie and filming the second, um, they were going to recast him. Yes, they were. And that it is the fans who who they demanded that that he keep his job. That that Taylor Lautner was Jacob, and and so I think that I mean I I think we're saying the same thing here. Is that as a fan of the Hunger Games, we have a certain expectation that we expect the movie to uphold. Right. Um, my greatest pressure would be on the screenwriter. Yeah, that's that's where it's at. You know, get the script right. Yeah. Tell the story the way it's supposed to be told. I also I also am completely keeping in mind that this is a story from one perspective. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to show a movie from one perspective. I mean, they're so going to have to fudge things. They're going to have to switch things up to show other sides of they're it. They're going to have to take some liberties. And I know that going in, but I'm just, I'm seriously hoping that with, with Suzanne Collins on board and, you know, saying being part of the team 
Mm-hmm. That, that they will stay true to the story. Yeah, and and I hope I hope this is at least a two hour movie, <laughs> right? <laughs> you know, a minimum, right? So anyway, um, the other thing I read online is you know the question is is there possibly going to be the Hunger Games prequel series hmm. written? You know, uh, giving us more backstory, showing you know maybe you know the original you know the Thirteenth District, you know, giving us the story of exactly the rebellion. Now, the only thing is, I can't really say too much about this because I don't know how much of the backstory we're going to be given, uh, even in the last chapters of this book, or uh, maybe in Catching Fire or Mockingjay. So I, right. I'm clueless as to what's in those books. So I'm I'm eager to see what those are. But I am I any kind of talk or rumor out there that might hint that this this franchise, the Hunger Games, will continue to have new content. I just want to say I'm I'm excited about that. Okay. I am very excited about that. I I you know I would love to hear by the time we're finished reading Mockingjay that we get into that we're pretty much you know about ready to go in and to see this you know we're getting uh, prepared for this movie and as soon as the movie launches they announce boom the new series the prequel you know this is leading up to it kind of like they've done you know with the hobbit although the hobbit existed you know before right. lord of the rings right. so anyway or at least it did I, I think it did i don't know i i don't know enough about that one either but anyway so i'm i just read a story where there's potential talks about and rumors about you know maybe some backstory okay. that's being given now this could be just there to fill in the story for the screenwriters with suzanne collins but it kind of c- like the Bree Tanner book did. Yeah, kind of like that. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, And then Wayne Joy sent in an audio clip. Now, he sent me, like, I guess the bonus track off of uh, some kind of audio book or something that he had. Mm -hmm. And um, it it had like a three and a half minute clip. And and if if you want, Stephanie, I can dig it out and play it for you sometime. But because of copyright and stuff like that, I am not going to play that whole clip. And and I just want to say, Wayne, thank you for sending it in. But I do want to play 38 seconds of it because okay. I, I think there's some interesting stuff in here. And this is from Suzanne Collins. Check this out. What would I like young readers to ultimately take away from the Hunger Games trilogy? Questions about how elements of the book might be relevant in their own lives. Like, how do you feel about the fact that some people take their next meal for granted when so many other people are starving in the world? What do you think about choices your government, past and present, or other governments around the world make? What's your relationship to reality TV versus your relationship to the news? And was there anything in the book that disturbed you because it reflected aspects of your own life? And if there was, what can you do about it? Well, there you go. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Um, and, and uh, you know what? This book is is very exciting. And there's one other piece of information we can give, and then we'll get right into covering the chapters. And that is today, Stephanie, you and I did something very exciting with our kids. It was so much fun. We sat down and read the first three chapters aloud. As a family. As a family. It was awesome. It was. It was awesome. Our kids fought it. Uh, and fought it and fought it. And we got into chapter one. And just as I suspected, you know, we were about halfway through and they were uh, bored, bored out, out of out their of mind. <laughs> it's like, I just don't get it. But we were, you know, we were like, hey, you know, and I, and I thought, you know what? Here's the deal. I, I, I thought of something brilliant. I said, you know what? If we make it through three <laughs> chapters. Brilliant. Let's bribe them. <laughs> yes. 
if we make it through, we're going to Dairy Queen. You know, three chapters. Let me just say that was some really good ice cream. <laughs> it was. But here's the situation. We got to the end of the first chapter and Matthew and Megan perked up. I mean, they're yep. like. They're it's like, that line. Yeah. It's that last line. It's the final line it of the first is. chapter. And they were like, oh. No way. Because they were just like, well, I thought it'd be Katniss. You know, right. it's like they had no. It's like, wait a second. I didn't see that coming. And so, um, you know, now Matthew is Matthew's like, can I read? Can I read? Yeah. And so Matthew and Megan both took turns reading uh, and McKenna listened while she was drawing. And this was just the most amazing afternoon our families had in a long time, I think. And it just really I mean, we were all together and we were just like. It was amazing. Right. It really was amazing. Yeah. And by the way, our daughter Megan is 11 years old. Mm-hmm. Um, Matthew is nine years old. And McKenna is six years old. Now, McKenna is at the age where eh, I don't know how I feel about her hearing the whole story. I don't know if she's going to catch it all, though. Yeah. But the, but the thing is, though, is for Matthew and Megan, this is a perfect story for them. I don't think there's anything in the story that I've read all the way in the first 21 chapters that would make me too upset with McKenna hearing the story. And, um, and then of course the other thing is that, uh, you know, they're, they're inspired to read it. And that both of them want to read the story. Um, after we, after we were finished reading, we went and we had our ice cream and we came home. And, um, shortly after that, I went to the grocery store and Megan came along with me. Mm -hmm. Well, at one point she goes, mom, do you care if I come over here? And I said, that's fine. And she walks over to the book section to see how much the book costs. Because she um, is not really a fan of... The iPad. The iPad. and She um, hasn't given the Kindle she, a try yet. Yeah, I don't think she's given the Kindle a fair try yet, but... Um, but she wanted she wanted to know if she you know if it was a possibility that she could have the book. Yeah. That, so basically, we've got our kids hooked now. <laughs> yeah. All right. So um, here's what we're gonna do. We are now going to turn to our notes and uh, get through as much as this as possible as quickly as possible. So yesterday. Yep. Was it yesterday? It was yesterday. Um, you were taking your time getting ready and and things like that, and I'm sitting out in the living room with the kids. And, um, and you called for me to come back into our bedroom and you're like, give me this sly little smile. And you're like, you can read three chapters. (laughs) (laughs) And I walk away thinking, thinking I'm not the bad one now. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah. Yeah. I was very happy. Very happy to sit down and read three chapters straight through. Awesome. All right. So here we go. If either of us took the other others lives we'd now be pariahs so she's basically like saying you know what there there's no way that there's no way i can go home as the victor and have these people accept me yeah that just can't happen right you know we are now we're now a team yep it's the only way that it can be and it just makes sense to protect each other Mm -hmm. seriously it just makes sense. Exactly. And uh, when she starts thinking about the capital it's like condemning our romance would jeopardize the games. Yes. You know, the the people in the Capitol are now, you know, if these two are still standing, they want to see that love story play out. Yeah. And they right. don't they definitely would not want to see, you know, where one was forced to kill the other. That I, that would cause the up, uprising that, right. that they fear. Absolutely. Right. 
So uh, Peter, it turns out, has never been a danger to me. Mm-hmm. Wow. So and the it's just I, she's still she's still I mean she has these moments. He's never been a threat to me. He's you know, um, but she's still seemingly so. Clueless. Clueless. Well, you know, we were rereading chapter one today and, um, you know, just how she's like clueless of her relationship with Gail. Right. You know, it's like, oh, you know, Gail's never been, we've never been romantic and stuff like that. And, you know, and and when I, you know, when I looked at, you know, when I was worried about whether or not Gail would be chosen. It's it's not like I it's, love. It's, it's not like it's that just kind so hard of love. to find a good hunting partner, right? You know? it's so, like, whatever. I'm just like, can someone be so street smart and naive at the same time? Yes, they can. You know, and and that's and that's who she is. I she think is. that that's who I'm finding out she well, is. And and I saw it also in Madge. You know, because Madge absolutely Madge sees Katniss as a true friend, right? You know, they're always there together. They, you know, she's always even though they don't next, speak. They don't speak, but you know, but Katniss right. doesn't talk a whole lot, right? She doesn't. So, no. But uh, but the thing is, is that Madge has always been around. She's always been by Katniss's side. Yeah, and is, is the way I get it. And but she just doesn't she get it. Doesn't get it. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's see here. Who are the threats now? They actually she starts thinking through. Okay, let's see who do we got left and right. and all that other stuff. And so now she's 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 looking for Peta now. Yep. And she she knows that he's hurt because she overheard you know Cato talking about that. Mm-hmm. And um, okay, so if he's hurt badly, as badly as they think he's hurt, how has he stayed alive? Yeah, he's you know, how be is thirsty. he not how is he not bled to death? Well, wait a minute. How is he not you know right died of thirst? Mm-hmm. Well, yep. he must be near water. <laughs> yeah. So she starts looking for but him. No, well, hold on. I love it. You, you're skipping my. He'll know I'll be looking, right? Like, she's still questioning. Yes. You know, she's still quite. You know, yeah. doesn't he know that I would come looking for him at, at this point? So anyway, it's just go ahead. Right. Well, anyway, um, uh, let's see here. She's, What's she's going back to to the um to the stream. Because mm-hmm. thinking, okay, she's, she's she's running through the the water supplies, okay, and she said he wouldn't be here. I've been here three times since the tracker jacker attack. Right. Well, anyway, she 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 starts to climb the rocks, and she's like, you know, it's, it's like she starts to hear something. It's like you here to finish me off, sweetheart. And and then she's like, where is that coming from? And it's like right here, but she doesn't see anything. And she's like, he's like, well, don't step on me. <laughs> and so I love the whole cake decorating thing. I do too, because you remember earlier when they were going into the training, he's like, she says, yes, you could, de- you could frost someone to death. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it turns out his camouflage worked pretty well. Exactly. She, I love how she makes him close his mouth and eyes again. I know. Uh, I thought that was fun. Yep. I did. So um, nice of you to find what's left of me. Yeah. Uh, they, he's like, you know, you can kiss me if you'd like. Right. Cause remember we're supposed to be madly in love, Yeah, but she so doesn't, she doesn't No. no. Um, he's so weak. The best he can do is not resist as she's trying to literally pull him or roll him to, to get him out of the weeds and, and the muck that he's stuck in. And, um, the, the whole process of cleaning him off and, you know, gently taking his clothes off of him and cleaning them. I mean, she is a caregiver. Yeah. You can call her night. I mean, I will call her naive because I t- truly believe that she is. But and her mom said that she's not a healer. Mm-hmm. She's a caregiver. She is. She knew exactly. You know, anyway, she she didn't hesitate until it came to, you know, yeah. 
the nasty, yucky leg part. But um, he tells her, I haven't been hungry in days. You know, that's good writing because, um, you know, if you've ever gone like a week without eating before, um, you know, I've, I've had a fast for mm-hmm. as much as uh, like, I don't know if it was like 10 days or something like that. But, you know, I've gone where I've had a fast before and... And after three or four days, you aren't hungry anymore. Right. That, that 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 actually passes. It does. But I think that part of this is that, you He's know, sick. if she hadn't found him, how long would it have been before his cannon fired? Yeah. You know, I, right. I think that, that he was truly yeah. near death. Yes. So um, she had neither the courage or the skill to face his wound. Right. And he's watching her very, very closely. Mm-hmm. Um. Him naked makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I thought that that was so funny. She's still because she's she's a sixteen year old girl. Yeah, you know his his, and so she makes him cover himself. And I just I thought that was funny. So indeed, she's cleaning his his leg up, which really, literally, like just reading it makes me like, well, anyway. And so she's like, I think he feels sorry for me. And he's like, How about that kiss? Yep. How about that kiss? And of course, she doesn't even know if she's helping him or not. She's she's trying to clean up this wound. She's applying all this water and washing things off. And I don't even know if I'm killing you right now. Right. Uh, and he's like, can you speed it up just a little? <laughs> Which means he is he, he's truly, you know, at death's door. <laughs> he's like, I don't even care anymore. Hurry it up. You know, I was almost there. Mm-hmm. And um, so she she makes him cover so she can wash his shorts. He, I don't care if you see me. I care that you're pretty squeamish for such a lethal person. Yep. I thought that was funny. He basically, uh, is this where she he finds out about uh, Hamish's gifts? Yes, because um, she brings it up to change the subject. Mm-hmm. And, um, and he, he hasn't sent him any gifts and I was she's like but you said that he hates me you know Hamish hates me <laughs> and he's but he hates me more I, and I love that she's like okay well we need to change the subject again because again, we can't be ta- right. bad talking Hamish here that's right because my first my first you know um instinct is to insult Hamish so we need we need yeah Katniss thanks for finding me mm-hmm. and of course she kisses him which yes. is the first time she's ever Kiss the boy. But all she can feel is his fever and, mm-hmm. and you know, yep. how truly bad he is. Um, There's one point when she says, I think it's when she's taking off his jacket and his shirt that he's, and I remember because we just read chapter one today and she described, or chapter two, and she described him as broad shouldered and, and stocky and he's not. So he, you know. Right. He's lost quite a bit of weight in the arena also. All right. Well, finish up this but, chapter. So, what do we got? A, a gift. The the, uh, the silver parachute comes down and get one gift. One kiss equals one pot of broth. Yes. I can almost hear Hamish's snarl. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. And um and so PETA is playing, you know, or she thinks that he's playing his role and he's good at this stuff. Yeah. You know, he, he's good at this mushy, mushy stuff. All right. Well, anyway, so we move into the next chapter, chapter number 20, and she's got to get some broth down his uh, into his stomach. So a lot of coaxing, a lot of kissing, and a lot of broth exactly. <laughs> to, get, to get it down. And um, she realizes that she's more vulnerable now than when she was alone because he's so badly hurt and, um, and badly ill. And 
um, she has to trust that whatever instinct sent her to find him was a good one. Yeah, because she start she she briefly starts questioning. You know, I don't know if this was the smartest I'm, thing to do. Right. But this is what I felt led to do, and I need to stick with that. That's right. That's what my heart tells me to do. That's right. If Which she, she doesn't define as her heart. She right. just defines as her instinct. But that, exactly. But, right. but that's what her, that, it was her heart. Yeah. So he woke up and she wasn't there mm-hmm. and he starts to freak out. You know, I was worried about you. Are you better? I'm better than yesterday. This is an enormous improvement over the mud. Yes, indeed. <laughs> and um, so. She starts stroking his hair. No, he's stroking her hair. Oh, Okay, well, I read the note wrong. When when um, she comes back in, she's been awake all night, mm-hmm. and he tells her to lay down and sleep. Oh, okay. Because he's alert, and she's like, I might as well, because he's alert enough, mm-hmm. you know? And um, and so she lays down next to him. Tells, them, and tells her to go to sleep. He, right. He goes, I love watching you sleep. It's the only time you don't scowl. Which, of course, she returns with a scowl, yes. you know? So she checks his wounds, and he's like... Katniss, even I know what blood poisoning is. Yeah. You know, they, um, it's only days before this thing hits a major artery and you're right. gone. So um, the game makers are messing with the temperature. Yep. Could they do that if it wasn't enclosed? Uh, I would imagine in the future you could do all kinds of things. Okay. But I, I, I totally get where you're coming from. I all mean, right. I, rereading chapter, you know, the earlier chapters, the first three chapters today, it did say, you know, an arena is set up. But again, it's a... You know, it's but I mean, it could even it could be a vast outdoor space that's chosen and then somehow be enclosed with the same thing that won't let you jump off the roof. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So so you and I, I think we both agree that it's about the same thing. Okay. anyway, they're messing with the temperature. It's like seriously cold in the night and seriously hot in the day. Mm -hmm. And uh, he wants her to tell him a story. Right. Tell me a story, which she chooses when she bought Prim's goat for her birthday yes and i love that she says here's how i got the money but i can't really say that on television i love that she's telling us you know the the one thing about this element of her telling the story mm-hmm. is that there's really no danger in my mind of anything ever really happening to katniss right because if katniss died at any point during the hunger games the would, story kind of right would we be reading this story Hello. I know, right. Something would have to really <laughs> it's like, change. why do I, why does my heart start beating as, as I'm reading about uh-huh. people chasing her down, you yeah. know, and, and, and this big giant on top of her better ready to smash her head in. Oh wait, right. that's next chapter. So, but she's telling the story and she, she brings home the goat and the goat was injured and, um, her mom and prim go to work on it straight away and she, that thing couldn't die if it was trying right and then she realizes that you know maybe that wasn't the smartest thing to say he says don't worry i'm not trying yeah and um so the trumpets sound and there is an invitation to the feast yes there is and um she's like you know what i'm not going i'm not hungry mm-hmm. <laughs> i have food but um it, it's a little bit more than that because each Everybody's gonna get one a backpack. is going to get something that they desperately need. Mm-hmm. And she knows that what she needs is the medicine yeah. and for PETA. And she knows that it would and, be there. And believes that that's what will be there for her. So, But he said, you know what? You're not risking your life for me. Mm-hmm. She's like, all right, you know, whatever. You can die. I, yeah. don't, I don't care. You're, You're such, such a, a bad, bad liar. liar. Yes. I'll follow you and I'll call your name the whole way. And you know what? That they'll they'll hear me calling your name. They'll get you. They'll get me. And then there's a gift finally for this man. Yes, it's, it's, I love it's to put him to sleep. 
<laughs> isn't that great though i yes. thought it was so fun and um <laughs> i can see in his eyes that what i've done is unforgivable yeah well let's and see she's who, like, can't, who lie can't lie now. right i loved it this I is mean, awesome do the, does she know does she know that she already has a relationship with i mean this is the re- this are the these are the things that would be happening if someone who was in a long-term relationship yeah but here's the thing the, the situation she's got this relationship but stephanie whether she is recognizing it or not, but she already has a long-term relationship I know. With, with the man. I know. And his name is Gail. Yeah. And it's even more, it, it, it's even got more history than Which this Which McKenna thing. pointed out today, he has the girl's name. Yes. He's, <laughs> she's like, but I thought, his, I thought you said the name was Gail. That's a girl's name. Oh, I love the story I love from the a six-year-old. Que- I love the questions that McKenna was asking that, I mean, she's sitting there coloring, seemingly oblivious to right. the whole, you know, the fact that we're reading this out loud. And she starts asking, she goes, you know, um, she'll just ask questions that you just, it's like, you she's know that she's, it, right. not that she's just hearing it, but she's picturing it in her mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, she, she has, I, I, I love my little girl. I, I love cool. all my kids. But I mean, it's, it's just, sometimes it's hard for me to think of her as a six-year-old little girl. Mm-hmm. And I still think her as my, of her as my baby. Right. You know, and she's not yeah. my baby anymore. In fact, I wish I could recall some of the questions she was asking because yeah, she has some really good ones. Well, we, we attended, uh, we got, we woke up late this morning and, uh, we attended church online and, um, I, I, I was having, a, a, a conversation with my friend and prayer partner, Robert Johnson in, in the chat room. Some other people were there and, and he, he introduced me to somebody else that was his friend in the chat room. And he says, this is my friend for, uh, you know, for more than 10 years. And he actually baptized me. And, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I remember that day. Like it was yesterday. And I said, I, I, and, I, and I said, I was about ready to say something to him. But uh, I wanted to confirm. It's like, make sure I'm not just mixing this up in my head. I said, that's, that's when I, I baptized you as well, didn't I, Stephanie? And you said mm-hmm. at the same time as Robert, and he's and you said yeah, and I, yeah. so I I made sure that of that before I wrote back, and I said yeah, that I baptized you and Stephanie that day. You know, that's the same day I baptized my wife, and um and so McKenna heard that conversation. She goes, I want to be baptized, right? And and I know our daughter knows a lot of about that. So um, how exciting is that? I, I mean, we we could have that conversation. Is she already asleep or is she in bed? Well, she's. She's sleeping with, with she's her with big sister. Seven. So, yeah. so we'll probably have that conversation with her tomorrow or, or the, you know, def, well, definitely tomorrow. I, 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 I put it on my to-do list to make sure I don't forget. So, okay. um, she, you know, all of our other kids have been baptized. So how right. exciting is this? I'm excited. I'm very it's excited. It's really cool. Anyway. So back to chapter, <sighs> chapter, um, 22, 22. She has or 21. Oh, yeah, you're We're right. We're on 22. We're, okay. So this is 21. I apologize for confusing everyone. So she gave him the sleep syrup and now has to leave him. She has to camouflage the cave and, so nobody right. knows that he's there. If I die, District 12 is not likely to have a victor. Yeah. So who's all going to come to the to the feast? You know, who's actually going to show up to this? Well, there are six. There's total. Six of them left. Yes. All right. Well, obviously, Pete is not showing up. Um, but the, the careers definitely, cause they, they need the food. Right. Um, and well, I think everybody's going to show up. I mean, er- everybody's going to show up, ne- not necessarily to come to the feast, but at least to stand outside and pick people off. Right. Right. That, I mean, that that's right. That, and that's, then, and so that's what she's, that's what she's trying to, to figure out. Yep. And, uh, they really dropped the temperature 
Yeah. That it's bitterly cold now. Yeah. Maybe what somebody needs most is a blanket. Mm-hmm. She's yeah. never felt lonelier in her yeah. life. And um so she she thinks about her mom and her and Prim. Are they watching in the at, at home where they can have their privacy to have you know, to deal with their emotions or are they watching in the square, you know, where they can have public support. And now that PETA and Katniss are a team, you know, is the baker following through on his promise to to feed, you know, her and well, not only that, but the baker has the hots for Katniss's mom. (laughs) We know that now, right? Do we? Yeah. Okay. I think so. All right. I thought that was uncovered. Okay. Anyway, that's, that's my, I mean, why else, why else write that the, that the baker's wife is such a witch? Right. She's evil. You know, she's the evil, you know, person. And is she going to have a fire accident? And I'm, I'll predict it right now that if it doesn't happen in this book, which it probably won't, uh, when, you know, obviously PETA and Katniss make it out of this thing alive. Okay. Right. I'm hoping that, that in my mind, I'm hoping that the guy from district 11, uh, Ruse teammate. Thresh. Thresh. I'm hoping T- Thresh makes it through as well. Okay. And, um, you know, and, and actually, well, I, I, as I said, I already know too much, so I'm not going to say anything. All right. Unfortunately, I got that spoiled in a Twitter. But anyway, um, in a tweet, I should say. Um, but I hope that we go back and I'm going to predict right now that something's going to happen and the baker's, uh, th- that PETA's dad is is going to start dating, you know, Mrs. Everdeen. Okay. And we'll finally learn her first name. Okay. <laughs> All right. At, at the wedding. At the wedding. There <laughs> you go. I don't know. Which I'm not hoping for because I don't want anything to... No, I know, don't see. I think I don't it, want it would anything be, to happen to Peta's mom. It would be I, and the I don't baker, like divorce. So take you the apothecary. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. That, yes. That's what I mean. Okay, so so she's picturing home and the people cheering for them, and and she thinks of Gail, and he's not my boyfriend, but he would be if I opened that door. Mm-hmm. She finally said the words. You know, so yeah. she's admitting that, but. She kisses Peta before she leaves. Well, you know, it helps seal the deal. You know, it's, it's, how, how do you get the fire burning? That's right. Other than a little jealousy well, happening, right? Yeah, but he's like totally. Yeah, it, it's not for Peta this time. It's mm-hmm. totally for the the crowd. The crowd. Um, okay. She's always dreading the other ones because they're bigger and and you know, trained to kill and and all these things. But maybe Foxface is the real opponent because she is waiting in the cornucopia. Yes. And snatches her bag and takes off running. How crazy is that? And now I've missed my chance. It wasn't it Foxface that did the little dance? Yes. You know, the little yes. the little dance and the jig to get because into the she stuff? Because was, she was depending on the career's food. Yep. Also. So... Um, All right, so Clove comes by, and she shoots an arrow at her, and she miss. She shoots it at her heart, but she misses and hits. She doesn't miss. Clove moves. Yep, and she injures her in the arm. Mm-hmm. And um, and she's like, okay. She she pins her to the ground, and she gets her, and she cuts Katniss above the eye, and she's like, you know what? This is it. Yep. You know, I I'm pinned down, and and this is the end. This is how it's going to end, and um. So she starts thinking about um, Prim watching this at home and and uh, 
You know, um, Clove is, is taunting her and talking about, you know, where's Loverboy and is he? And I just, it, just this moment was so. It's, well, it she, was so climatic for me. Well, the thing is, is mean, she she talks about her friend uh, from her district who killed. You know, she, well, she talks about killing Rue. She, well, yeah, she does, and it wasn't from her district because yeah. she's from the same district mm-hmm. as Kato. They're both they're right. the only team left. Yeah, Kato. So. Besides, um, oh, okay, so Katniss the, she, and Peta. She does talk about, but the, she, but he was a career, and yeah. so she does. She talks about Rue dying, and that just makes her mad. And I am going to. I'm going to fight. I'm going to die with dignity for myself and for Rue. And she starts screaming for PETA, which I yep. thought was awesome, making them think that something else is, is going on. And then Clove's the one screaming. Yes. Clove's the one screaming. And Thresh is holding her like a rag doll. Yes. I mean, does that give you any indication to how Huge enormous this, this guy is? Right? Yeah. So he is... is um, He's out for Clo now. I, I heard you say her name, and he's avenging Rue also, which yep. I thought was awesome. And um, he hears. And, go ahead. He basically gets the story about how Katniss was there to help her. I sang her to death, mm-hmm. and I sang until she died. And not that I sang her to death, but, yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I sang and she died. Right, it but, was that bad. But I. <laughs> <laughs> but like I sing until she died. Seriously. Hey now. And um, and just this once, I let you go for the little girl. And she talks about rebellion here. She she talks about how District Eleven District Eleven rebelled by sending the bread. Yeah, breaking Katniss, the rules. Katniss rebelled by covering her with flowers. Thresh rebelled by not killing Katniss right then. They're all breaking the rules. Yes. Everyone is now breaking the rules. And the game and makers are is, forced to oh change my rules after 74 years. It's awesome. I so, tell you what, this is amazing, my friends. This is Thresh, the beginning of the end of the Capitol. That's right. They're so, going down. They're going down. It's, it's just awesome stuff. And so Thresh grabs Kato's bag. So now he doesn't have a partner and he doesn't have whatever he needed desperately and takes off running and Katniss tapes off running and the last thing she remembers is jabbing the needle into Peta's arm and pressing down the plunger. And then she passes out. And then she passes out. And I'm just like, ah! Amazing, amazing story. And now, Stephanie, guess what we get to do? Read three more chapters. Read three more chapters. And then we will record another podcast. And then guess what we get to do? No, read three oh, more. Darn it. Read three more chapters again, and then oh, we read right. the next book. I thought you said that part already. There are six. There are six more chapters right but now. But I thought you said read three chapters and read three chapters. No. Anyway, it doesn't matter. No. We're excited. I'm super excited. Folks, we are so glad that you are listening to the Hunger Games Fan Podcast and hope that you are enjoying this as well. If you haven't done so, head over to gspncommunity.com and join the community today. And there is a group that's devoted just to the Hunger Games. In fact, Stephanie, we're starting to see people sign up for GSPN for the very first time for the very first time as a result of the Hunger Games. It's That's already awesome. begun. That's awesome. We are so excited. In fact, um, actually, no, I can't even give announcements about a meetup in New York City because this way... It's right. This, it'll be over by then. It'll be over by then. But uh, yeah, so we're just so excited. Join the community. Head over to gspncommunity.com. Uh, you'll see that we have tons of stuff happening uh, all the time. Massive online community of people who are just building relationships that really do make a difference 
sharing our passions with other people who are passionate about things like the Hunger Games, things like Twilight, the TV show Lost, family, whatever the case may be, technology, lots and lots of great stuff. Hey, uh, head over to HungerGamesPodcast.com. If you haven't done so already, click on the little iTunes icon. And if you like our show, would you be willing to do two things? Give us a rating in iTunes and also go ahead and leave us a review. Only if you like us, though. If you don't, eh, you can tell us that in the ratings as well. Some people will, I'm sure. But anyway, if you do like us, uh, help us out by giving us some ratings and a review in iTunes. We are currently, Stephanie, in the top 50 podcasts in literature after only being in the iTunes store for two weeks. Wow. Top 50 podcasts in literature. Totally awesome stuff. We love it. And uh, just looking forward to uh, taking this to the long haul and uh, taking this to that. Now I'm just talking out of my head. <laughs> we're in this for the long haul got it is that better yeah we're in this for the long haul and as soon as we're finished talking about this book i really want to spend one episode before the first chapter of catching fire i want to spend an entire episode um basically talking about all the other fan sites that are out there um, what people from the cast of the tv show you can find on twitter and what their Twitter IDs are. Um, I'm already having a conversation with the girl who is playing Fox Face. Okay. And uh, in fact, I, I apologize. I don't have her stuff up here right now, but I've been interacting with her. And uh, so it's, it's awesome. And we'll put links in the show notes when we do that episode. So again, as far as I'm concerned, this is my new passion. The Hunger Games series, the Hunger Games community. This is my new lost. It's worthy. It is. This is my new lost, and I'm excited. So, uh, folks, thank you for tuning in. We're going to wrap up now. I can't believe we've made this thing 15 minutes long. God bless you all. Until next time, we encourage you to join the community. community. And may the odds be forever in your favor. Stay alive.